Good morning as we go through the book of Psalms. Psalms 32 is another one of my favorite Psalms. So let's start out. It's kind of a long one, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. It says, Blessed the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed the man who, against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, in whose spirit there is no deceit. Isn't that a good thing that we can go to the Lord and be forgiven of our sins? You know, sometimes we can do things to people that will never be forgiven, but God will always forgive us if we go with them. Um, and, and being authentic and, and being true, that he will cover our sin or he washes away our sin in the New Testament. Bless the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity. So the Lord doesn't count it against us. He doesn't keep uh, a log of wrongs. He's not looking at pros and cons of, of being in relationship with us. And whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groanings all day long. That's what happens when we don't confess our sins to the Lord. It starts eating us from the inside out. And so it's best, as quick as possible, as soon as you're convicted, as soon as you're doing wrong, feel it or not. You don't need to feel conviction to, to confess your sins. You just need to confess your sins. Or you're, you know, you're going to waste away through my groanings all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and you did not... And, and, I, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Now, Jesus paid for our sin, you know, past, present, and future. He did it all at once. And some people say, well, how did he, how, he didn't forgive us for our future. Well, Jesus paid for our sins like 2,000 years ago, so, and we weren't around. So I'm thinking that he did pay for our future sins since he did this before we even were. But anyway, I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and the Lord forgave the iniquity of my sin. But until we acknowledge our sin, it's, we can't receive his forgiveness. He's already forgave us, but once we acknowledge it, being authentic to him, wanting to be not only cleansed of the sin, but you know, cleansed of, of why we continue to do it, then we, he forgives the iniquity of our sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer a prayer to you in a time when you may be found. You know, sometimes God is not going to be found. I mean, if you're living in a sin for quite a while and God is convicting you on it, you need to repent, you need to stop, you need to turn to Him and you continue on it. There's some time that you might might want to quit and He can't be found. I mean, He is there, but it's like, uh, you know, it's like us blinding ourselves. It's like us plucking out our eyes or, 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 or covering up our ears. God is still speaking and God is in front of us, but we can't hear Him, we can't see Him. And it had nothing to do with God. It had to do with our own uh, uh, not wanting to I know, repent of our sin, not wanting to turn from our sin. And so, so prayer to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters, they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me, Lord. You preserve me from trouble and surround me with, with shouts of deliverance. So if we just confess our sins, even if we don't hear him or don't see him, and we don't think he can be found, we just need to at least start going towards the light. You know, when an insect is lost in darkness, they start going towards the light. So we want to go towards the light. And he'll, and we'll eventually hear him and see him and he'll cleanse us. I'll instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will count you with my eye upon you. So God is not just down here and, you know, like this is some big test and we somehow automatically know what to do is right. But he's ready to instruct us and teach us the way we should go. And he'll counsel us. He keeps us our, our eyes on it. Have you watched your, you know, put your eyes on your one-year-old, two-year-old when, they, when they're walking? Uh-uh, no, nah, don't touch that. Don't go in that direction. You're watching their every step. Be not like a horse or mule without understanding who must be uh, c- 
curved and with bit and, and, and bridle. Don't be a horse. I mean, I was a horse. Okay, you know, when I felt like God was telling me something to do, I just took off. And many times I took off to accomplish what he told me that he wanted me to accomplish before I heard all that he wanted to say. I couldn't be ridden. I couldn't be, you know, controlled. I was just a wild horse. Or, and then there's been times after the, you know, the Lord wanted me to do something. I didn't want to go. I was a mule. I was stubborn. Nah. And so, either way, if you're trying to being stubborn and not going, or you're just trying to do things in your own speed in your own way, you're going to need a bit and and, and bridle in you, and or it or you will not stay near the Lord. And the Word of God is that is that bridle. When you start putting the Word of God in your mouth, when you start going to church, when you start doing those things, then you can be well-fitting where the Lord can guide you and direct you, and you're not taken off like a wild horse or a stubborn mule. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Many are the sorrows of the wicked. You know, that's one thing about the Lord, is when you get saved, you can deal with sorrows. You can overcome those things. It doesn't mean you won't ever remember or or have occasional cry or over something or sadness, but those sorrows are not holding us down. And but be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteousness, and shout for joy for you upright in heart. Upright in heart. We can't stay upright in heart by ourselves, but when we confess our sins to the Lord, He's the one that upholds us, but for all the word of his power in Jesus' name.